Hello and welcome to To The Edge and Beyond, a series that makes sense of powerful innovation for real-world applications. It's brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things Group. Hello and welcome to The Edge and Beyond. It is the series that makes sense of use cases across industries brought to you by Intel Internet of Things Group. And today we're going to talk about some fun stuff, talking about connectivity, specifically industrial connectivity and 5G and Wi-Fi and Ethernet and a whole bunch of fun stuff like that. I am your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney. It's a pleasure for me to be here, and I am thrilled to bring on our two guests. First of all, Makun Shinoy. He is a Director of Connectivity Strategy, Industrial Solutions Division, Intel Internet of Things Group, and Chris Lacero, who is Director of Emerging Technologies, Intel Internet of Things Group. Mukund and Chris, thanks for joining me. Why don't you start off by saying a few things about yourselves and your position with Intel? Thanks, Michelle. I'm glad to be here. I've got a background in uh, industrial engineering, and I've been with Intel about 18 years or so in the factories and various roles, including process and equipment development, industrial automation, etc. I'm very passionate about some of the problems that I faced myself as an industrial automation manager in our factories, and I connect very well uh, with some of those problem statements. And I'm also very excited about the possibilities that many of the technologies that we'll be talking about today, such as AI, uh, machine learning, edge computing, IoT, and industrial connectivity particularly, can come together to solve some of these these, uh, challenges that we face in the factories to enable a lights out vision of the factory of the future. Glad to be here. Chris? Yeah, thanks, Makund. And uh, again, thanks, Michelle, for having us on today. I'm excited to be here and talk about industrial connectivity and Intel's role in all of this. As you mentioned, my name is Chris Lucero. I'm currently the Director of Emerging Technologies uh, for the Internet of Things Group, and uh, I focus on bringing new technologies which require computing to industrial applications like smart factories, manufacturing plants, electrical gear grids, to name a few. Uh, Technologies such as artificial intelligence, or AI as we call it, robotics, cybersecurity, and now connectivity. Um, I'm the co-author of a technical book on energy-aware computing. Uh, I've been at Intel about 24 years now, and I have 14 U.S. patents, all while being at Intel. Only 14, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah underachiever quite for sure. Commendable for, yeah, for both of you. I'm really excited to have this conversation because clearly you two definitely know what you're talking about. And I'm excited to jump right into things to let our listeners learn more about what you do and the exciting things happening at Intel. So, McCone, let's start off with what is industrial connectivity? Let's begin examining what industrial segments are, uh, and then we can put a context about connectivity in there. Industrial segments include manufacturing, energy, oil and gas, supply chain logistics, such as warehouses, distribution centers, et cetera. And in that context, uh, an industrial facility, such as a factory, um, in the factory, connectivity is like a nervous system that enables timely information flow to support the operational decisions. It is very essential to keep the products and, and, and goods flowing within the facility. Connectivity in the industrial setting is, is a little different and, pro- and presents additional challenges in terms of low latencies, high throughput, and, and given the IoT trends, simultaneously needs to connect millions of devices such as sensors, actuators, machines, et cetera. So in general, I think connectivity forms a, a central part of, of uh, keeping the, the factory operational, and hence very important. And Chris, what would you say are the trends that you're seeing in connectivity? 
Yeah, Michelle, I'd say there's a handful of trends I'm seeing today. Um, exponential data growth. Everyone is turning to their operational data to improve yield, to reduce defects, and to optimize their productivity. That's one. Uh, Ever-increasing number of connected devices. So particularly mobile devices. You're seeing things like um, autonomous mobile robots in factories more and more. These are AMRs, as we call them. And Makund will talk a little bit more about that in use cases. Um, we're seeing the use of software-defined networks. So these are general purpose computing networks which can be reprogrammed to scale out in time for different functions versus today's fixed function devices. Um, cloud adoption, so with the increase of microservices available, more and more customers are choosing their applications from the cloud service providers or CSPs. Uh, I would say, Michelle, by 2030, you're going to see about a 50-50 split in wired versus wireless connectivity uh, versus today within a factory. And lastly, I'd say uh, as a trend, we're seeing an ever-increasing need for cybersecurity. As more comms move to wireless, advancements in secure data transport must improve as well. So, Chris, let's follow that up. The role of connectivity playing, you talked about a lot of really cool things, robots and, and things that are autonomous now. Let's talk about the role in automation, in smart manufacturing, and then this is a big one, it's a hot topic, energy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, like Bakun said, I think um, if you think of connectivity like that nervous system or conduits or, or pipelines, if you will, to move the data from the machines or the sensors or source devices to their desired aggregation nodes, whether that be a factory floor, industrial PC, or an edge server, or even a cloud data center, now you can do analytics on that data. You can uh, drive control functions based on that device level data. You can combine multimodal data like time series data from sensors with video data from cameras to more accurately describe events as they occur. In this way, connectivity plays a critical role toward automation and smart manufacturing. Now from an energy perspective, you can imagine how real-time connectivity can help determine uh, how much supply and demand is needed from electrical loads, as well as precise pricing models and, and based on all of that connected data from the grid. This is a big trend for us at Intel and in the Internet of Things group. So Mukund, talking about communication and compute related to connectivity, where do we see that as well as with shifting data demands? That's a very insightful question, Michelle. Uh, what we're seeing is more and more of compute and communication needs, um, they are increasingly getting intertwined in industrial settings. To enable the vision of that you know, smart factory of the future, if you will, there's a need for smarter, autonomously functioning machines and devices, which have more and more larger computing uh, needs, if you will. If you think about it, the workloads get more complex. To support this, uh, there are new compute models that are evolving. Edge compute is one of them. And, and this supports um, the distributed computing model, if you will, right? Um, traditional in industrial applications such as a manufacturing execution control system, if you will, an MES system or a supervisory system, SCADA systems, et cetera, are being re-engineered because of the uh, availability of new technologies. This workload distribution and consolidation uh, needs robust and reliable connectivity. So those two go very much hand in hand. You can take the compute required from an object and, and, and move it across the network and, and use the, uh, compute, the compute across the network. So the network itself is becoming the computer nowadays, right? So an agile factory needs flexibility um, in, in process and equipment layout 
And this call, calls for wireless connectivity on top of regular connectivity, if you will. And so the advancement of, of both compute and connectivity together are enabling new ways by which we can reimagine how a factory can work in the future. So, Chris, how do industrial use cases like autonomous vehicles we're talking about, which I think is so awesome, visual quality inspection, we've got augmented reality, sensor networks, how do they depend on communication and compute? Industrial use cases rely on connectivity to deliver system-wide information when and where it is needed most to help make critical decisions, which can include production optimization to worker safety in a time-sensitive manner. Now, for autonomous vehicles or autonomous driving, these vehicles need to rely on localized intelligence to make the correct actions and in real time. And by real time, I mean even faster than humans can respond. Now, for augmented reality or, or virtual reality, let's face it, that's where we're all headed. In our space, you can imagine a factory worker wearing these intelligent goggles, which can overlay schematics or diagrams uh, to an existing machine so he or she can be able to make adjustments to that device without having to carry large manuals or extra computers and, and basically be hands-free, be safer, if you will. So, Makund, we are just hearing about 5G, but will the proliferation of devices and, of course, the need for greater bandwidth soon make 5G obsolete? I'd say, Michelle, it's on the contrary. This fifth generation of cellular communications, also known as 5G, is being designed as we speak, um, and it's designed to address the needs of industrial verticals more so than the consumer world, as was the 4G and the 3G uh, of the past. We see that 5G rollout uh, will come in multiple waves of releases uh, through uh, 3GPP, which is a standards body that's um, creating these standards. Um, the initial releases are targeted uh, for high bandwidth applications. The next release will focus on enabling low latencies and high reliability in communications. And finally, um, the last of the releases will focus on uh, massive machine type, machine to machine connectivity of, of millions of devices. So yes, uh, device availability uh, uh, and that ecosystem of, of providing um, well-tested uh, and interoperable devices pretty key to the adoption of 5G, both on the device side and the network side, I would say, but that is happening as we speak. So it's gonna take a little, a little bit of time, like Chris mentioned earlier, um, it, it, we are seeing the beginning of that revolution, if you will, and over the next, uh, um, you know, next five to seven years or so, you'll see it fully adopted in the industry. So, Chris, let's talk about the advantages and the disadvantages of wired and then, of course, wireless connectivity. As improvements have been made in cellular and Wi-Fi speeds and bandwidth, new workloads have now been opened to wireless connectivity where they weren't previous. Uh, the ultra-reliability and low latencies of 5G and Wi-Fi 6 and 6E, in conjunction with deterministic functions like time-sensitive networking, or what we call TSN, allow the OT departments to plan and predict when data packets will arrive, including for critical applications like, say, stopping a robot in less than a millisecond. Uh, in addition, the majority of new deployments ex uh, exist in what we call a brownfield environment, which means that the factory environment already exists and we're merely adding to that environment uh, with new functions, computation, and connectivity. These environments are especially ripe for adding wireless comms for new devices to communicate their data towards the bigger picture. Less teardown, no more copper wires, easier to set up and configure, and later to reconfigure. 
As far as disadvantages, I'd say there's still some ultra mission critical workloads that require wire, wired connectivity today and probably will always be. Uh, a good example is in the energy grids, uh, they rely on fiber optics. They want to be less exposed and vulnerable to hacking, you know, so that, that one may not lend itself completely to something like, say, wireless technology. It really is amazing to see how we've gone. You, you think of the times when we went home rushing to get a phone call because you couldn't take your phone with you and to see where wireless has taken us now. So let's finish up with this. Um, how, Chris, how is Intel defining and then refining its role in the industrial connectivity space? Intel is driving end-to-end -end connectivity from the IoT devices or the sensors all the way up to the cloud. We're creating wireless modules for Wi-Fi 6 and beyond, Ethernet controllers for wired modalities, and edge servers and networks to receive a mix of wired, cellular, and Wi-Fi signals. We're also working with critical infrastructure software to make connectivity, data, analytics, and controls easy to deploy and support. Makun, anything to add to that? The only thing I would add, perhaps, is that, you know, Intel, given our position in the ecosystem, we typically work with our end consuming and end customers, if you will, to really understand what are the real problems and, um, that they face and then provide uh, ingredient technologies to actually address that before we work with the ecosystem and bring the ecosystem around and the standard bodies around in terms of how we can address that, um, that, that set of problems. So, Chris, you want to add something? Yeah, I did. I I I would be uh, you know wrong if I didn't add um, our standards. Uh, we put a lot of effort into our standard bodies to make sure that there's interoperability and um, fair play, you know, and open source uh, in everything we do with respect to connectivity. All right, a lot of information. Uh, Makun Chinoy, Chris Lucero, thank you so much for joining us. Makun, of course, is the Director of Connectivity Strategy, Industrial Solutions Division for Intel Internet of Things Group. And Chris Lucero, Director of Emerging Technologies, Intel Internet of Things Group. Makun and Chris, thank you so much. A lot of information here and uh, some exciting things happening at Intel. Thanks, Michelle. Really appreciate the audience. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for being with us today. This has been the Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries brought to you by the Intel IoT Group. And don't forget to subscribe to hear more from the Intel Internet of Things Group. I'm Michelle Dawn Mooney. Thank you, and we will see you soon.